Now, another Astros podcast. Mike Gaddis attacked that ball. Did everything he could to keep it there. That's the pitch you want to get Gomez out on. And you'd have to imagine he'll see that curveball again. Harris is set. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on the curveball. As Cosma trying to come in on the ball in the dirt. He's tagged out by Gaddis, and that is the ball game. Well, how about the Houston Astros? Third time this year. They've come back from down 5-0 to win. And this time they do it to the Texas Rangers, winning tonight by a final of 8-7. Can you believe they gave up five home runs in this game and won it? That's just a lot of character shown by this Houston Astros team. Now 18-9 on the season. As we're joined now by the Lexus player of the game, Will Harris picked up his first save of the year. And, uh, Will, you came into this game. Luke Gregerson came on to start the ninth, wound up giving up the walk, and then the two-run home run to, to Nomar Mazzara. And you got into this ball game, and at that point, you're, you're just trying to quell the momentum of the Rangers, right? Yeah, I was just trying to come in and throw strikes, you know, just make them earn it, just, uh, you know, try and keep the ball down, make them have to string together a few hits in a row if they were going to, uh, you know, get a run there. Uh, Luke Roy did a good job, uh, you know, staying with a down and away pitch and hitting it the other way. That was kind of their approach, I could tell. So I tried loosening up the inning a little bit once Rua got in there, just trying to, you know, establish more of a fastball in to kind of get him off the ball down and away, and I, uh, I think it worked. Hey, Will, a dozen saves last year out there for the first time in that situation this year. A little more nerves when it's the first time of a season? Uh, no, you know, I've said it a million times, man. Uh, you know, my role has fluctuated here from the day I got here. Yep. I've thrown many different many different innings. I've thrown the fifth. I've thrown the ninth. And, uh, you know, I just want to get three outs without the other team scoring. And whatever inning that's in, then, uh, then that's what I'm trying to do. And just trying to see what hitters I'm at, what the matchup is, and kind of go from there. Tonight was no different. How exciting was this game tonight? I mean, this team down five runs and coming back. Marwin Gonzalez getting the big grand slam. I'd imagine you guys were fired up out there in the bullpen. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a great game for us. You know, we uh, we knew that uh, you know Giles and Davinsky were going to you know get a blow tonight, and uh, so we were me and Luke were prepared, and uh, you know I was we were we were in it from the very beginning. We know that what this offense is capable of. You know, they even hit the grand slam and they bring in Jefferson. We still string together three more hits and score another run that you know ended up being the difference in the game. So. Uh, you know, you never know with this offense. It's uh, obviously super talented, and they uh, they don't take any at-bats off, and that's why we're uh, sitting where we are right now. Hey, Will, last thing. Gutsy call by, by you and Evan Gaddis to, to throw those curveballs. You know Carlos Gomez likes to chase the break and pitch down. You guys both had confidence in each other to execute. You know, sometimes I think I have more confidence in Evan than he has in himself. You know, I was actually shaken to those curveballs because, mm -hmm. you know, I believed that I was going to make the pitch and I believed in him that he was going to block it. And, awesome. I told, and I told him that after the game. I said, hey, man, I shook cool. to those pitches because I wanted to throw them and I believed in you to block them. And Good you job. did it. And so, uh, you know, it all worked out. Good for you. Hey, congratulations on the win and, and on the save. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Marwin makes a circle around behind the umpire, walks back into the, the batter's box, probably thinking about making sure he remains patient. That's what earned him that home run in the fifth. Yeah, 10 pitch at bat by Marwin that ended in that home run. Still in the hitter's count, the 2-1. And Marwin hits it in the air, deep to right field, and that ball in the corner, will it stay fair and well? A grand slam for Marvin Gonzalez. And the Astros down five to nothing at one point. They've taken a lead. It's seven to five. Only question, fair 
or foul. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Well, 2008 was the last time before this season the Astros had come back from down five runs to win a game. Last night was the third time the Astros have done it this year. I mean, it's it's really been remarkable watching this team in, in late innings, and yesterday was just another example. Yeah, those are great results and, and real energy boosters when you get a chance to come from behind like that. It's not comfortable to be down 5 nothing, but... Um, our guys have a nice resiliency. The pitching staff usually hangs in there, and, and I thought Mike Fires did a good job last night. We've had others that have have stepped up in those in those circumstances, and then the you know we chip away to the point until we get a big hit, and then and the next thing you know we're back in a game. So, you know it's a it's a fun team for a lot of reasons, but probably the most fun is because of of the resiliency. Hey, look at that that five run eighth inning, and you, know, you load the bases with one out, Guriel. With, with the out that uh, doesn't get a run in. But, I mean, still with the way things have been going this year, this team still seems to, to be able to find a way. A lot of big two-out hits with runners in scoring position. Yeah, we, we, you know, we've hit well with runners in scoring position for the last few weeks, and that's not easy to do and, and, and certainly something to get a good pitch to hit at that moment to, to deliver. Um, there's more than one way to, to, to score runs. You get guys on first and third, and you can have a sack fly. You can. There's just so much production in this lineup up and down the order, and, and – um, you know, and, and one of the big keys is Marvin Gonzalez, and he, he came in last night. He gives a lot of guys rest. He's given Gurriel a rest today. He's given other guys rest around the infield and outfield where he feels like an everyday player, uh, but, but a very valuable piece, and, and came up big last night. Mike Fires giving up the, the four home runs, but, but still managed to go six innings. Didn't look like he would go that deep early, but was still able to, to make some pitches and at least keep, give you a chance not, to not blow out your bullpen. Yeah, you know, you look at last night's game for, for Fires, and most people will look at the four home runs and the, and the damage that was done and the five-run deficit that was created with him on the mound. But uh, that fifth and sixth inning were, were key for us to bridge to get to the back end of the game. Uh, to where we could hand the ball to Hoyt and hand the ball to, to the rest of the bullpen to get the win. But but Fires is fifth and sixth inning. After giving up those home runs, it's easy to pack up your stuff and get back to the clubhouse and take a four or five inning outing and, and feel bad about it. But he dug a little deeper and did a nice job of, uh, of really finishing his two best innings of the year. And you mentioned James Hoyt getting the, the win in the game. And, and his two innings of relief to, to kind of bridge the gap and, and keep, it, keep it close was huge. Yeah, those, you know, the unheralded guys are the ones that pitch in the down games and, and keep the game close. And we've seen Davinsky evolve over the course of his career from a down guy to, to now a primary reliever. And Will Harris did it for a little bit. And, and guys like Peacock and Feliz and, and Hoyt are, are tasked with that that role now to where their job is to keep the game close and Hoy comes in strikes out five of his six outs or strikeouts and 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 did a really good job of 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 keeping uh, us exactly where we were to allow for the big rally now, Carlos Beltran three hits yesterday and everybody likes to talk about Beltran's leadership and that certainly is is part of the reason why he's here but he can still hit uh, from both sides of the plate pretty well too yeah sometimes we have to remind him that we we, we signed him to be a good player first he'll be a good he'll be a good leader and good ambassador second but uh, he's still got a little left in his tank and he's been a nice productive player for us last night was a great night for him to to create that that inning in the in the eighth where he gets a leadoff double and um and did a good job of sparking us aj hench thanks for joining us you got it back with more of astro launch right after this robert ford steve sparks on your radio the houston astros radio network welcome back to astro launch i'm just sitting here chatting with kenny giles who's uh gotten off to a great start for the astros and Obviously, the team, uh, you, you always like to put the team first whenever I hear you talk, Cam. It's been, it's been a lot of fun so far early on. Oh, it is, this year has been um, phenomenal so far. I just love this team, and I'm, I'm always uh, excited to come to the ballpark. I'm just excited to have fun every day and just enjoy myself. 
What is it about this bullpen? It seems like a tight unit out there, but you guys, you guys like rag on each other. What's the what's the mood out there? Uh, we'll we'll brag on each other. We'll pull some little jokes here and there, but at the end of the day, we're always pulling for each other. We're always find, helping each other find out, find a way to get better, no matter what the situations are, and uh, just be, uh, preparing each other for what whatever the outcomes are. Was there any rhetoric with you guys as a team, or just kind of just in casual conversation? Talking about the way you guys started last year, so slowly, seven and seventeen, but off to a good start this year. Were you, were you guys talking about that or just thinking about it? You know what? No, we were just like, we're, this is a whole new year. It's a yeah. whole new team. We've brought in some very good uh, veteran presence that's been there before for a long time, and yeah. I think that's helped us a lot. They kind of the veterans that we got helped us relax a little bit more. Cause it took a lot of a. Uh, a lot of the weight off our shoulders because uh, everybody wants to want the young guys to do well and stuff like that. And uh, but they took a lot of the weight off our shoulders. Now like everybody has even weight on their shoulders mm-hmm. this year, no problems whatsoever. So with those older guys, you feel like there's a, even a, a different, more relaxed mood in the clubhouse? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, they, and uh, the veteran guys, just they just want to enjoy themselves. They want to come to the <laughs> ballpark and have fun. They don't care how yeah. old they are. They just want to have, come here and have fun and, and be with the boys and uh, just have a great day. Tell, tell me about your son, Brody. We talked about him just a little while ago, almost nine months now. What's he doing? Uh, crawling, making a mess yeah. everywhere, <laughs> wants to wants to take everything, grab everything, put in it, everything in his mouth. So, I mean, but it's a great thing. We call him our little tornado. He mm-hmm. throws all his toys all over the place. But, it, I mean, other than that, he keeps me in shape and keeping my shoulders in shape, having to pick him up all the time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I know just a couple of years ago you were working a job in the off season. Did you do that again this past off season? Work at the uh, the batting cages? No, I uh, my hundred my all my focus was my son. I uh, wanted to be there yeah. for everything. He was still a newborn, so I wanted to be there every second, every time, and every minute. Last thing with Ken Giles, Ken, I notice whenever you come into your stretch position, you go down into a deep squat before you come up. First of all, when did that come about? And second of all, are you just bored? Do you just want to get a workout in before you make a pitch? <laughs> uh, I mean, it started when I was in Philly. I just, it, it started uh, not as big a squad, but I think once I got to the big leagues, it, I got it was like a nervous habit, uh, it and it got me, it got deeper. <laughs> uh, but it, it was like a reminder when I was in the minor leagues, like, hey, use your legs underneath you. It's not about always about go. the arm. Yeah. Always use your entire body into the pitching motion. And so, I mean, ever since then, I kind of stuck with it. I mean. It wasn't as big like it was in the minors, but once I got called up, I think it's just a nervous reflex. I like squatted all the way down, and uh, it, it stuck ever since. There you go. That's Ken Giles. Ken, keep it rolling, buddy, and uh, thanks for catching up. Right. Thank you. This has been a production. The 2-1. And Marwin hits it in the air, deep to right field, and that ball. Of the Houston Astros. Will it stay fair and round? Radio Network.